Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Our Adventure Nearly Spoiled by Cindy Martin Oh no! How could we have overslept? We had 30 minutes to get dressed, load our luggage into the car, and make it to the Prince Station before our train departed in less than an hour. My two young sisters, Patty and Ruthie, and I could not wait to be on our way to Penn Station in the heart of New York City where our big sister Ella and her husband Harry would be anxiously awaiting our arrival. We were West Virginia girls and had never been to the big city. We were beside ourselves anticipating all the things we would get to see and do. Daddy frantically threw our suitcases, including one large bag filled with fresh garden vegetables from our parents' garden, into the trunk of our Ford Fairlane. After hurried hugs and goodbyes, we crammed ourselves into the back seat, ready for takeoff. We'll make it, Daddy reassured us as he straightened the mountain curves, keeping his foot on the gas. But when we got there, the Amtrak's Cardinal was slowly pulling out of the station without us. Daddy was a Chesapeake and Ohio employee for over two decades, so he dashed into the ticket office and had them radio the engineer to hold up until we could board the train. No time for tickets now. Dad made arrangements for us to get them at the next stop. New York City, here we come, we cheered excitedly. Traveling alone by train to the Big Apple was indeed monumental in the lives of three young siblings. I was merely 15 and in charge of Patty, 12, and Ruthie, 7. I am sorry, miss, the ticket agent said at the next station. I cannot issue tickets without your father being present. You will have to get off the train. Several hours later, our distraught sister Ella called Mom from Penn Station to let her know we were not on the train. They got put off the train, Mom explained, and we could not reach you and Harry in time to let you know. Then Mom recounted the day's events to Ella, concluding, We'll try again tomorrow. The next day, our adventure began again. Although we managed to obtain boarding passes at our second try at Prince train station, we were not guaranteed a seat, so the three of us were using our suitcases in the aisle as chairs until seating became available. At least we were close to the water cooler and the bathroom. What's that smell? Ruthie asked, poking the suitcase I was sitting on. Ignoring her, Patty asked, Do you still have the map of Penn Station? We're supposed to meet Ella and Harry at the Amtrak Lounge. I have it right here, I replied, patting my shoulder bag. Finding the lounge should be a piece of cake. In time, a kind elderly dining car attendant passed by, checking to see if we would like to purchase food from his cart. We would have loved to buy milk and donuts, but it was not in our budget. 
we would have to make do with the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and oatmeal cakes mom packed for us. And the water cooler was free. Eventually, we were seated in the coach area and we could relax for the last leg of the trip. I had just dozed off when the conductor called out, New York City, now arriving at Penn Station. We had made it. After jostling our three suitcases, plus the extra one with the gifts from the garden off the train, we stood transfixed. Penn Station was a bustling palace, and we had no idea which way to go. I pulled the map out of my purse and fumbled frantically to get our bearings and to locate the Amtrak Lounge. I think it's this way, Patty said, motioning ahead. I don't think so, I said. Ruthie tried to interject, but Patty interrupted. Just be quiet while we're trying to find this place, she snapped. But Ruthie tried again. I said be quiet, Patty growled. Frustrated but not discouraged, Ruthie simply pointed and declared, It's right over there. We turned, and sure enough, the Amtrak lounge was directly behind us. Ella and Harry were excited to greet us and directed us toward the parking garage. Harry eyed our luggage, an eyebrow raised. This should be interesting, he said. When we reached the car, the reason for his hesitancy became clear. It was a Volkswagen. Defying the laws of physics, we managed to fit five people, three large suitcases, and one overstuffed bag of aging vegetables into one tiny car, which tilted only slightly as we traversed Route 17 North to New Jersey. Wrinkling her nose, Ruthie again asked, What is that smell? Copyright 2023 Cindy Martin. Cindy Martin is a retired West Virginia educator who now resides with her husband Wayne in Mount Airy, North Carolina. She has written freelance for West Virginia South Magazine and Yadkin Valley Magazine for over 20 years. Her work has also been featured in the Raleigh Register and the Mount Airy News. Cindy is involved in the Read Aloud program and is totally committed to furthering the love of books and the written word. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.